The city of Albany will be undertaking a multi-million dollar infrastructure project on Lark Street from Madison Avenue to Washington Avenue. And Albany Councilperson Gabriela Romero for Albany Common Council 6th Ward will be part of the final public meeting around this project. Councilperson Romero joins me now to tell us more. Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Hi, thank you for having me. So where are we with this project? What is known right now about the Lark Street Revitalization Project? Yeah, this has been uh, many years in the making, and we're finally reaching the final step, which is the public hearing on February 1st at Lark Hall at 6 p.m. And uh, this has been, like I said, many years in the making. There's been a few different rounds of not only public input, but uh, stakeholder input, the affected businesses, the residents and the community leaders, including myself, have all kind of been really working on this for, for many years. I was only elected last year, so the council person before me uh, obviously had a really big um, impact in this project and was one of the reasons that it was even brought to Lark Street itself. So I'm really appreciative for his leadership uh, on this issue, and I'm really just taking the reins from the groundwork that he's done. So uh, I guess it really started just with an idea that Lark Street is the hub. I am biased for sure, but Lark Street is really like the this hub uh, in the downtown area that deserves a little more love. So uh, it started with like a more um, aesthetic modifications, but it really in its final forms has centered around walkability uh, with a focus on pedestrian safety. So the most recent um, modifications have been uh, curb bump outs. They've been uh, adding lighting to the intersections. Like uh, I don't know how else to say it without adding a uh, religious connotation to it, but like a Christmas light, like these like very delicate little lights at the intersections. There'll also be pedestrian facilitated uh, buttons at the non-traffic light intersections as well, with like flashing lights, uh, there'll be bike racks and benches. And I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited to see how it's going to turn out. And you mentioned getting input from the businesses and the residents, but how much of an input do the residents really have in the planning and designing? So my understanding is that when this was first proposed many years ago, that there were um, public meetings around um, and, and public comment collected from the council person that first proposed the project. And again, I, I wasn't a part of that, but uh, since since I've been a part of this project, uh, I myself have been working really closely uh, with community leaders, which is just maybe like a a way that I handle my own leadership by relying on on their spheres of influence, um, which may be different from mine. For example, the neighborhood associations are very connected with the uh, homeowners in the area, um, while I may have a stronger connection to the tenants. So reaching out to these leaders with these details, they are collecting their own, although undoubtedly we have overlap, but they're collecting um, input and details. And we kind of just come together at these uh, meetings um, to voice our own concerns and, and kind of make modifications as we go. So that's how it's been going so far. And then uh, when there was the the most recent meeting that we had uh, about this was like a stakeholders meeting between myself and other neighborhood association walkability advocates and the county leadership for this area to kind of bring our concerns to the table. But at the most recent meeting, we didn't have any concerns. We were kind of happy with the suggestions that we've made along the way because we're all in an odd consensus. We're all really excited to hear the, the public's final input. I hope that there isn't 
a lot of pushback, but I don't, I don't anticipate that there will be because we've really been listening to people from my day one. So, so no concerns. That seems like a really positive place to be. And as the council person of the sixth ward, so it sounds like there's no harm to your constituents, but if there are, what would those be? And what exactly is the benefit to your constituents? Yeah, and I should clarify that I have heard um, some little things, but they've been addressed. So people would come to me, for example, with an issue about losing massive amounts of parking. And so, of course, that's a concern in a densely urban neighborhood like the Sixth Ward. But thankfully, I'm, I'm able to tell them that the uh, parking spots that they may be losing, and one business owner in particular, uh, that the single parking spot that they may lose um, is going to be replaced by a crosswalk. And, you know, I kind of emphasize the importance of improving pedestrian safety. Um, we had, you know, we we had a back and forth about it. Uh, but in the end, we're able to come to this mutual understanding uh, that that it is a benefit for not only their business, but for large street as a whole. So there have been concerns, of course, but I, the concerns have been addressed already. Yeah, um, I mean, the benefits are quite obvious and plentiful, which is that uh, our large street area will have aesthetic upgrade that kind of just makes the space more beautiful. Um, and in addition to aesthetics, there'll be a safety component, which is that the pedestrians um, in and around large street will be able to have uh, a safer experience because the one of the components of the project is that they're going to be taking out the cobblestones, which for me at least, not alarming, but kind of sad. I, I like the cobblestones, but that's a uh, traffic calming measure. So um, because of that, we're, they're adding even more pedestrian safety things. So I think that um, when you talk about negatives, the cobblestones might be one of them. Um, but, but again, uh, what we're removing uh, in cobblestones are really making up in, in um, narrowing of the street from the curb bump outs, uh, additional lighting from the different lighting apparatuses, whether it's the Christmas lights over the um, crosswalks or the blinking lights during the non-traffic intersections. There's just really so many good stuff. So with beautification projects, there's always the concern for gentrification. How is this addressing those concerns? Well, the project itself is enhancing like the existing infrastructure. And um, when you think about gentrification, it's it often raises rents. Sorry. So is this going to raise the aesthetics and therefore raise the prices of the community rental? That is a great question. And that's something that um, I'm in conversations with both business owners and um, homeowners and um, tenants on Large Street. I haven't necessarily heard that concern, but I hear what you're saying, which is that um, aesthetic improvements can oftentimes lead to gentrification. And I'm hoping that there's the right safe holds in place, meaning tenants that are able to advocate for um, illegal rent increases uh, that are already existing there, while also, you know, empowering tenants that are even outside Lark Street. Because I think to your point, even when it's just Lark Street, it doesn't mean that Hamilton and Lancaster and, um, you know, State Street might not feel that gentrificative effect. So maybe in doing a tenant empowerment campaign as well might be a good idea that I think we just came to ourselves just now to maybe combat that potential effect to do some tenant rights town halls so that people understand that like you're here and this is the 
um, technical legal amount that your landlords are allowed to raise your rent. And if they try to raise your rent beyond that, these are ways to protect your to protect your rights. That's a good idea. I think I think we'll definitely have to do that. But beyond that, um, I would say that the tenants themselves are are on Lark Street pretty active, as are the homeowners, and they're very very serious about keeping people where they are because the community is so strong on Lark Street themselves. So I think a combination of those two things, having powerful and, and active tenants, while also protecting the new ones that come in with some Know Your Rights presentations as well. Well, thank you so much, Councilperson Romero, for joining us on Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Yeah. The Lark Street Revitalization Final Project Public Meeting is on Wednesday, February 1st, from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at Lark Hall, 351 Hudson Ave. Anything that you'd like to leave this on, anything that you think is really important to remember about this project? Yeah, I would say that uh, this project is so many years in the making. It's been um, a compilation of many different community groups and um, elected officials before me that kind of made this come to fruition. And I'm just so excited to finally see it come because Lark Street is really in this transformative part right now. And uh, this is only like the first of many great steps that I'm hoping that commercial corridors will be able to take in Albany. Um, this in conjunction with some legislation that's coming up to address blighted and abandoned commercial spaces. I think Albany is really about to take a turn in a really great direction. So I'm excited for this project. It's the first of many. And with the really robust community input we've received already, it's it's just such a positive, positive thing. So I'm excited. And I hope everyone is too. Thank you so much for all of this information around it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me.